1: Inside Sources with Boyd Metheson. We want to stay with the conversation that we started yesterday in the final segment, talking about leadership. Uh, again, there's such a dearth of it uh, when it comes to our nation's capital and where we actually are. Uh, we, we have been talking about infrastructure bills uh, since January, and we are still no closer to actually having one done where we can start putting some steel and concrete in the ground uh, then we were back in January, uh, threats from the Democrats and the uh, on the far left side of the Democratic Party saying they will not vote, uh, which is coming up on a Monday of next week. There was a designated vote scheduled for the 27th. Uh, that that uh, $1.2 trillion bipartisan deal had to have a vote on it that was to appease some of the more moderate Democrats and some of those uh, in the middle of both sides. Uh, We've also got the $3.5 trillion, which is more human infrastructure, as the the Democrats like to call that, uh, covering a wide range of things. And that's still in limbo. And again, you've got Republicans in the Senate uh, hunkered down on that. Meanwhile, meanwhile, we have a government to fund that uh, needs to take place so that uh, things can keep operating, moving forward. We also have this pesky thing called the debt limit. Uh, that tells us uh, how much we can borrow uh, to pay for what we've already spent, by the way. And then we have all of these fake fights and false choices that go along with it. That if we don't do this or don't do that, sky's going to fall, cliffs are coming, and I'm just. This is just a big warning sign, folks. Uh, you're going to hear more of it. That we are going to have Armageddon, catastrophic problems, collapse of the economy. You know, world horrors are going to happen, and. A lot of that is just the posturing, and it's great for fundraising because you can send out some awesome campaign emails saying the sky is falling and it's Mitch McConnell's fault. The Republicans are to blame. Send 50 bucks so that we can win an election. And the same is true on the other side. The Republicans will be sending out emails uh, that say, you know, this is the road to socialism, we're well underway and spending another couple of trillion is just part of that path, send us 50 bucks for that. And to me, it's all about the fact that we're, we're having a, the wrong kind of leadership conversation. And that's what I, I want to stay with the conversation. We started this conversation yesterday. We, we have to remember leadership is not a zero-sum game. Politics may be, but leadership is not. Uh, I'm one of those who believes in the old saying that there there is no limit to what a person can do if they don't mind who gets credit for it. So leadership is not about division. Leadership is about multiplication. Politicians, outside interests driven by their own self-interest, as I mentioned, raise hundreds of millions of dollars every year promoting anger, angst, fear, and frustration as they ask for donations. They run campaigns on wedge issues, convincing us that we're just too divided as Americans to deal with anything. And I will remind you, whenever you hear those divisive words, remember that is how people stay in power. Because if they can convince the American people that we're too divided to deal with immigration or health care or tax reform, the national debt, whatever it may be, they maintain the status quo because they're in power. And so they have to be the one to do it. And so we we have to get past that. Uh, We we have to solve the problems of hardworking Americans, not Washington's problems and priorities. And sadly, too many politicians are playing right along with that in a complete lack of leadership. And so we should be looking to elect leaders who are willing to challenge members of both parties to live up to the ideals they profess to believe. We have to unite around some of these common solutions for the good the common good of the community and the country. Uh, Leadership is never about comfort zones and status quo, avoiding hard votes or decisions just to get perpetually reelected to the seat or the position you've already got. Leadership is not about having a vision of yourself in office. Far too many politicians are just stuck. They're stuck. It's all about a vision of themselves, not a vision of the people they represent. And we've lived with that kind of vision for just way too long. Uh, Many of you have heard me say on this program before, if you have to declare it, you are not it. Uh, Something I would always say with my children, when they were teenagers in particular, if they would declare, I'm an adult now, it's usually because they were about to do something very childish. And so if you have to declare you're the leader, you're not the leader. Critical conversations with leaders of business, international industry, federal and foreign governments. Uh, They happen because of what you have done as a leader, not what you have said about wanting to become a leader, that you are the leader. And so sadly, we end up with a lot of these people who are just acting as if they are leaders. And it's a person who's only acting as a leader. Maybe they have the title. Maybe they won an election, so they're in. But they're really not leaders at all. They're managers at best, mediocre bureaucrats at worst. They cripple organizations with their inability to act or inspire those around them, uh, who they're supposed to be leading, by the way, to execute on a mission for those they're supposed to be serving. And so what we end up is with these so-called leaders who are spending most of their time managing up or managing the message so they look good. Uh, creating organizational motion rather than uh, actual forward movement. Uh, motion, distraction, shiny objects, uh, those are all part of acting leaders. And Washington is notorious for that kind of motion. We're, we're seeing it in Congress right now. We've played audio from so many of them today. Uh, they're all racing about in motion motion stirring up anger, fear, frustration, and a whole host of distractions as, who's at fault? What to be done? You need me. Let us fix it. we got to be careful of those shiny objects. They divert the attention from the real issues that we have to get to. Uh, We are. We are 28, 29, and counting trillion dollars in debt. That has to be paid. Even even if we raise the debt ceiling remember it's just like the credit limit if you raise the credit limit you still have to pay the principal it doesn't give you a hall pass for any of that what it really does is it just allows you to it allows you to make more bad choices and spend more and so as we have this conversation in the coming days over the debt ceiling the debt ceiling increase should be tied to real reform That will tackle our national debt, our debt and deficit spending. Because if all we do is raise the debt ceiling, you know what? We're going to have this conversation in two months. In two months, we're going to do this all over again. And we're going to have to raise the debt ceiling again. Why? Because we continue out of control spending. Government has a role. Government absolutely has a role. And so whether you're on the left or the right, if you want to be the one that's fiscally responsible, regardless of what the programs are, let's do an audit of all the programs. Let's make sure they're producing outcomes and not just spending and motion. Can we have that conversation? Can we do a real assessment to say, are these programs helping people in poverty? Are they really working? The amount that we're spending on foreign aid, is that really working? The things that we're going to do with infrastructure, are they producing the results that we really need? Could it be done better, faster, more efficiently, more effectively if it was done on the state and local level? Those are all great questions. That's a conversation worth happening. happening. But that requires actual leadership, not motion, not distraction, not distortion, not weaponization for political purposes. It requires leadership. Who's going to do it? I think it's got to start with us. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today here on KSL News Radio. And as always, as you go out into the world, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something today that'll make a difference.
0: I'm Dave Cawley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold.